It's the Hats Off, Gloves Off podcast. With Mitchell Phillips and Spencer Callender. Shalom! Hello, uh, faithful listeners. I can never, I hate the fucking Skype. The sound effects cut out. Does it cut out for you? Yeah. You start it's talking? Just, yeah, all of it. I don't like But you listen to it and it's nice and like overlaid, but whatever. Just so you guys know what we're going through, what we have to go through. Yeah, it's tough but, out there. We're off our game now. Yeah, we're, we're all we're trying to do, we're just a, a girl looking at a guy on something, something, that romantic comedy quote. Um, we're just out there just trying to entertain. Those seven just, Indian guys, two French guys, four guys in Michigan. Um, just my trying to hold some hands. Hands across America, buddy boy. Um, this is hats off, gloves off. Hats off to those that deserve it. Gloves off to those that deserve it. Pats on the back, pats on the fanny, finger pointing, finger blasting. The good yeah, and the bad, a, the yin and the yang. What do you got? It's just a sad, uh, sad time. We're back in quarantine. Bunch of doofuses. Bars were open for one day. They're back. The closed. bars were open for one day, and they caused a huge spike. How crazy is that? Movie theaters are not going to open. With an like incubation period of three to fourteen days, somehow the bars being open for from a Wednesday to Friday spiked us. Orange County's still good though. They're rocking. Dude, I might move to Orange County. I'm thinking about just, moving to New Hampshire at this fucking point. Just track Huntington Beach cases because they're pretty wide open down there, and if they're not having spikes, then I don't know. Yeah, well, it's like, I don't think, like, Texas and Florida are having, like, smaller spikes, but it's all, like, the places where there's protests. It's not just because of, like, the general reopening. It's all sketchy. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. You're not going to catch me with that bull-ish, as the kids say. Um, I, sh- I think I'll start off with a, a heartwarming story. That's nice. We don't have enough of those. Usually they're pretty mor- morbid. Yeah, and even the gloves offer like people doing some fucked up shit, but we just want to throw up the devil horns to it. Um, I got one hats off, and I'm going to go with that right now. Hats off to you, sir. So I forget where this is. Somewhere in the middle of the country, this fucking kid got a... Or this, this girl, this lady, she got married, and... Uh, this is like 2016 or 17. She got married to this guy, and then they started trying to have a kid, right? And then after like a year of no success, where she's like, I don't know, if you're in your early 20s and you're not, if you're not getting pregnant off a toilet seat, something's wrong, probably wrong with you. So after a year of getting busted in, she wasn't having kids. So um, and her whole thing was her dad had a uh, a fatal disease. They wouldn't say what disease it was, or even by the end of the story, they never even like wrapped up that storyline. But they basically said they wanted to show um, her. She wanted to show her dad, his grandson or, or grandkid, before he died, which is also just like a selfish reason. Like, like ch- you're gonna rush into this just for that? Yeah, I, you're not ready. How are you doing financially right now? <laughs> exactly. It. He's exactly. gonna be dead in six months, and you have this baby for a lifetime. So I guess they did. They actually did get pregnant like a few times, but it was always miscarriages, and those are never fun. At one point, um, they're. The, um, the pregnancy that got the furthest along was twins, and then she oh, miscarried. Geez. And I'm like, I'm like, goddamn, that would. I mean, it's one thing to miscarry, but miscarrying twins, like you got to shit out two babies now. Yeah, that's rough. That's a rough one, dude. <laughs> Especially if you just keep having them, because it seems like they're more common than you think. Like 
a lot of women have them, but it's like, you know, they've had one in between their three kids. Yeah. You yeah. just keep having it over and over. Well, they, um, well, at least God, because they keep mentioning God in this article, which I thought was funny. Just some middle of the country dopes. The girl's wearing, all, like, every picture, she's wearing, like, a sundress with cowboy boots. Those people. Yeah. Um, but she's like, <laughs> they keep talking about God. So I was like, oh, how nice of God to prepare her with all these little miscarriages before the big one of twins. <laughs> <laughs> he is an all-knowing, all-loving guy. Yeah, exactly. He, he works in mysterious ways, that big fellow in the sky. So um, they went to a fertility doctor a couple times, and on like the third trip, um, he couldn't go, the husband, so she brought her mom. And this is after like three years of trying and like all these miscarriages, you know, all these, all these bloody shits she's taken. Uh, her mom's going there because she needs emotional support at this point. Even if they're going to like a fertility doctor where they're going to like hook her up to some machine and bust some other guy's cum in her. They also never said who was sterile, like whose fault it was. But I'm assuming if it's a bunch of miscarriages, it's hers. Yeah, I mean, he got his, he did his part, right? <laughs> he got in there. That's all you got to do. Yeah, I mean, he did the gentleman thing. Uh, he got in there, did the horizontal bop, and then they walked out of there. Made the journey. So, yeah, know, several times. So I guess it is her fault. That's the end of the line for him. It, I mean, this article wasn't one to point fingers, but I think context clues just, you know, I, once yeah. I put my little detective hat on. I think I figured it out. <laughs> but um, So she brought her mom to the appointment. And then her mom was talking to the fertility doctor. And he's like, well, how about this time? Um, is it possible if I carry the baby? So the chick's like 26 at this point, And her mom is 51 or 52, something like that. And the doctor's like, what are you fucking retarded? Like, do you even have ovaries still? And she's like, yeah, yeah, no, I'm like, I'm, I'm still bleeding monthly. So, uh they like do a full test on her, and apparently this mom is like, like a perfect specimen of health. <laughs> like she passed every test by like a hundred percent. She runs like marathons and stuff. Even though she she just like, they keep just saying she works at a grocery store, which I mean like the best job at a grocery store is like whatever. So I'm like this lady's just out there just running marathons and bagging groceries. Yeah, that that's too bad of a life. Making the most of it, it seems like. Yeah, which, I mean, I've even, like, contemplated that. Like, if I just had, like, something I cared about, like, if I get back into camping real heavy, I'd be fine with living in, like, Missouri. Because I could just, like, disappear, like, twice a month into the wilderness. But, um, you know, and, like, or uh, what are they? Like, uh, hiking, backpacking, rucksacking, bushcrafting. Yeah, yeah, you're going to get into that. That's fun. No, I'm saying, you know, if I were to, I would feel more all right with living, like, a nothing existence in the middle of the country. Yeah, it's easier to live a secluded life if you're surrounded by fun stuff to do that you actually do. Yeah, exactly. Nice trail hiking every now and then. I'm not going on the Pacific Crest Trail because, let's be honest, everybody I've ever met who has been on the Pacific Crest Trail is a fucking weirdo. Hi, my <laughs> name's Sunshine. Stay um, the hell away from that trail. Yeah, but yeah, you might get too into like uh, Patagonia gear and stuff, change your whole lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. What or not even like Patagonia, it's like some weird like cottage brand where it's like, this is made by a mother and, and father out of uh, Wisconsin, and they only make down jackets. It's like, I'll get mine from China, thank you. <laughs> um, so Marathon Mom is at the appointment. She offers to carry the baby. The doctor runs all the tests, and he's like, yeah, this will work. And uh, so now this mom, I think the baby's due in like November, and this mom's just carrying this dude, her fucking son-in-law's coming inside her. Which is fucking silly funny. Dang. 
Like I keep just like because it's you always remove yourself because you're just reading it on the internet. But when I'm picturing like Thanksgiving dinner, or like when that kid's like four, you know, at least like let me fuck my mother-in-law or something, you know. (laughs) I'm making a sacrifice too. Yeah, but all I'm imagining is the baby hasn't come out yet, so the mom's gonna miscarriage, which will bring immense. Like an insane amount of trauma yeah. to the daughter to the daughter again. Be, I thought about I that even, too. I even put it into my mother and <laughs> God took it away again. <laughs> that's fucked up. Uh, uh, that's about it. Oh, thing at the end of the article, the doctor, the fertility doctor who was working with them was saying um, he rarely it was humbling because he rarely gets to see the strength of family coming together. And I thought that was funny for a fertility doctor to say, like, oh, that's humbling after fucking playing God for your whole career. Like, you're literally <laughs> going against God's wishes. You fucking, you devil-worshipping doctor. Yeah, people, people <laughs> You're out there inseminating mis- people who don't deserve it by, you know, God's judgment. Yeah, they people are always misusing humble. Like, people get Academy Awards, they'll be like, I'm so humbled. No, you're not. This is not humbling. This is you not want this to know, is the opposite. You, you got an award for being the best as at, at pretending, and a lot of time, like over oh, the past ten years, it's not even the best. It's like the whatever's the most politicized or whatever, like bought the most bench ads for your consideration. Fucking, I don't know, Don Cheadle, House of Lies, or whatever. You're like, I don't even know a single person who's watched that show. <laughs> yeah, well, that's just, yeah, that's pretty exclusive to living in L.A., though, and just seeing those billboards all over. Like, yeah, you live true. anywhere else in the entire country, you won't have, you know, you don't give a shit. You don't know. Yeah, but, like, isn't that, isn't that the whole, like, culture? That's the awards and everything. It's all just L.A. scumbags, like, fucking patting each other on the back. Yeah. Would the, I mean, that's the reason the bus benches are here, because they only matter here. Could you imagine being in, like, Oklahoma? And it's like, for your consideration, uh, American Horror Story Season 8. Fucking <laughs> every shout out Dylan McDermott. Everybody, make sure you get your votes in. Fucking Wilkes Bar. Yeah. The, oh, cool. The guy from uh, <laughs> the guy from Sled Dogs played O.J. Simpson. We'll, uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get our vote in right away. All right. But like, they're not even they're not even winning shit recently. They're like, <laughs> it's like Meryl Streep. It's like. I guess, like I don't know, she's pretty good. Yeah, or, people uh, like her. Really, like most of it is just like like Frances McDormand. She just hitched her wagon to the Cohen brothers in the mid '80s, and it's just been smooth sailing ever since. Where it's like yeah, she's well, great, but I don't like you know what I mean. Like anybody could do that. Yeah, well, that's ideal to like be like Steve Buscemi and know that you're going to be in 75 percent of Adam Sandler movies. <laughs> yeah, and and Cohen brothers movies. Yeah. Well, yeah, you just be a Steve Buscemi and just hit your wagon to a bunch of people. Yeah, yeah, just have everyone love you. It's just so humbling to be up here amongst my people. How is it? It's literally the opposite of humbling. You just won the award for being the greatest in your field. And, and also, you, and you got $30 million for doing it. Oh, yeah. Oh, not only that, and now you're, um, what is it? Your, I, want, I was going to say purse. Your, your pay goes up, too. Like, your rate. If you win it like an Oscar as like a cinematographer, now you can ask for like double because you won an Oscar. But like, it's so glamorized, but it's also just because it's the only thing that's televised. Like, if they if they televised and like made just as big of a deal about like you know advanced robotics, you know what I mean? But 
the people who make television and movies are they put it on TV <laughs> so you yeah, watch it. They got no the whole operation fuck about, like, on lockdown. Gary from Indiana, <laughs> Gary from Gary, who fucking who's the best plumber. He's like six years in a row. He's got the the golden leaf or whatever at the. At the the, co- the plumbing conference in San Diego, but nobody gives a shit because they don't put it on TV. It's just a conference hall where they had someone's bar mitzvah two weeks ago. All right, I don't really have anything. Uh, not anything. Not many hats off. So it's going to be a negative gloves off day for Uh-oh. me for sure. Gloves off. We got baseball supposedly coming back. I don't think anything's coming back at this point. Every but uh, yeah. Now, unless perfect. they do one of those like those wacky plans where they're like, "We're going to play the whole NBA season at Disneyland." <laughs> You're yeah. like, All right, whatever. They're doing they're they're doing like a similar like close version to that, but they've come up with so many rules. There's no way to follow all the rules. Like now, it's going to be 60 games instead of 120 something. So. 80 seemed like a nice number, where it was like whoever won, it would be fair. Now it's 60 games. There's going to be an asterisk next to the whoever wins. If oh, yeah, happens. of course. But yeah, but all these like these companies run on like season to season. Like Six Flags has closed down. They almost went out of business like four or five years ago. And now they're yeah. losing out on a summer. They're fucked. And the same thing Many for baseball. Times. Like their overhead is so ridiculous. If they miss out on a season, like they never expected this. So they're like, if we can't sell these fucking fourteen dollar beers and nine dollar hot dogs, we're gonna have to sell the fucking team. Yeah, and they're fucking yeah. They're talk. They want to come back. Anything get half their money is better than no money there. And yeah, Six Flags has been. I feel like that's almost shut down like many times throughout my life. They're like, oh, this might go. It might go. But now they're now missing out on Hurricane Harbor season. Yeah, and they're gonna play, but they can't. They're just going to have to televise and no people there. But the rules are like, you can't follow all these. And some are encouraged, you know, like you can shower there, but it's discouraged. (laughs) They want you to arrive in uniform. No high fives, no fist bumps, no bat boys, no water jugs, no saunas, no cryotherapy, no indoor batting. That's discouraged. No spitting, no face touching. That's isn't that all of baseball? Isn't that half of baseball? That's every reason I played. It's like, hey, no spinning. chewing tobacco or, or slapping your buddy's ass. Like, all right, I quit. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. What are we here for? But just spitting and touching your face to do signs to the players. That's like ninety percent of baseball. Yeah, it's so ridiculous. Like oh yeah, the third base coach wearing a fucking a face mask. He's got an N ninety five on, you're like, I Am I stealing? I don't... Yeah, what the hell do I do? These are complicated signs. Yeah, don't I'm just picturing his... fucking fat Tommy Lasorda all confused in the dugout, you know, from like a Teams of Yesteryear where he forgets <laughs> he has a mask on and he's just like, he's giving signs and like mouth signals. He doesn't realize his face is covered. That's, that's what, yeah. Certain people are supposed to wear a mask. No, you have to wear a mask in the dugout. No mascots, no butt slapping. You can't lick your fingers, which again, that's like all pitchers do is lick their fingers non-stop they spit non-stop <clears throat> yeah but i mean that's, they tell yeah, them that's no so crotch funny. grabbing then they're fucked they're done yeah no, no crotch grabbing um what else uh no gloves <laughs> <laughs> it just seems no. unenforceable um no hats it's like what do you no I, that'd be funny though if it is a 60 game season and it's like the shortest season in history but 
because they're not allowed any like rehab or therapy or anything, they all these like bougie ass players that are used to all these amenities are just start fucking breaking ACLs. Yeah, that's oh, that's a big concern for sure. They're gonna have to like go through spring training again just to get all get ready to roll. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's so weird. That's just odd, man. And what's also like at that point, are and you? No one's at, gonna be there. That's what I'm saying. So you're basically they're all they're basically doing is fulfilling their like broadcasting contracts because that's where like the money is. It's like Dodgers with like Time Warner or whatever. Yeah, that's a big chunk of money. Get something. But like it's just to pay the players because like people on TV all know this isn't a normal season. They just want it to come back, which I think is a big part. I think we do need to get sports back just so there's some semblance of reality. Cause, like, for morale. So, just for morale. Just so well, we people can sit pretending and watch like, something live. Exactly. Like, I haven't heard a single person address like, uh, like a single cause, like maybe leading to the amount of protests, uh, being the fact that we're all locked in our house for three months and we're not allowed anything. It's like, yeah, of course, people are going to start wiling out. Yeah, for sure. So I, I don't know. That's why you just take are... away people's entire reality. Like I've, I've been a Dodger fan my whole life, and. I mean, you too. You probably know people where that's like 80% of their identity. Like, Yeah, that's... that's yeah, luckily, I do have other stuff going on. You know, at least <laughs> I think I do. I delude myself into it. But yeah, you know, like the people who like, if it ain't Raiders, then... And maybe their kids sometimes. They, that's all they got. You know, that's them. Or like, <laughs> there's always people like, especially like, <laughs> just Dodger fans for some reason. But I'm sure it's everywhere. It's just who I'm exposed to. But it's like... Oh, where are you sitting? I'm like, oh, uh, B level, like uh, row 14. He's like, nah, you got to go below J. I'm like, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. I've been going to five games a year my whole life, and you're somehow like more of an expert than me. Yeah, so yeah, we need an idea. We need baseball back. UFC's back. Granted, that's a way different thing. It's just like one night every month or so. So that's more feasible. But but that was mostly like, like you're talking about arenas that are like eight to 20,000 people. Baseball is like I think the smallest stadiums are like forty six thousand, and then I don't know. Yeah, it, it just doesn't it doesn't seem like logical to even bring it back at this point, other than for morale of uh, the nation. Yeah, I think that um, I think that if they miss this deadline for playing, which is like late July, they <laughs> they can't play because then they'll be backing into like football and. Football's number one sport, period. You know. Oh, they ain't, they ain't losing money on football. So I'll they'll just get that. crushed in the ratings. But, yeah, uh, yes. Yeah. That's, that's why football has switched gears so fast. And like the commission and everything is just like, yep, 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 do whatever you want. Black Lives Matter, of course, of course. Even though like their stance two years ago was the opposite. Just because they're like, if this Corona thing is still happening, we're gonna need all the liberties possible to get this train rolling on schedule. Yeah, so more people are going to get it. Baseball might not come back. We're going to be sad. Yeah, but also baseball, you got a 40-man roster. A couple people can get it, dude. Call up some AAA guys. Yeah, you don't, Yeah, there are plenty of people waiting to play. It doesn't have to be the highest caliber. Uh, hopefully your guys don't get hurt. Because you're not even getting a fucking an all-star break. <laughs> like, we're past the all-star game. Like, 
And people who are in like last place at the All Star break go on to win the series. So it's like, like, what are we even doing here? This is, like you said, it's just a huge asterisk. Where it's like, it's literally just for morale at this point. Yeah, and it'll be the year that the Dodgers win it too. So I'm <laughs> yeah, that. Fucking, of course. <laughs> if that does happen, the Dodgers are winning it, and people won't consider it the real one. Um. So speaking of all this, are you done with that one? Oh I yeah, got I'm some, done. Uh, Dodgers news. All right, um, one sec. I don't need a news update or anything. Oh, Spencer left me high and dry. I'm just staring at fucking Virgin Mary. Um, did you hear about Andrew Tolls? No. <laughs> so he's uh, he was in the daughter system for like like three years, I think. Uh, I only remember him because he had that grand slam against the Rockies a couple years ago. I remember watching that game and being, I was like, yeah, this is fucking baseball. They came back and won like, they were down by like six. And then he hit a grand slam in the top of the ninth. They won by two. So I was like, I just recognized his name. Because, you know, there's so many journeymen, especially the Dodgers of the last, like, 10, 15 years. They have so many players for, like, a year or two that you just forget about. And you're like, oh, yeah, Matt Stairs was fucking sick. Yeah, you look at their Wikipedia page, like, they weren't a dog. Oh, yeah, they were. Or, or yeah, we get, we- like, Greg Maddox in the very end of his career. Yeah, like, even Mookie Betts right now. Like, oh, yeah. we're only supposed to have him for a year. So if the Dodgers don't play then the then boston gets him back i think we're are we we're still paying andrew jones <laughs> yeah that's the wildest when you find out and be like this guy's been out of the league for nine years but he has like a 15-year contract he was the the best player in the league and then the second the dodgers get him he went he hit like three home runs that season and just like oh, i'll just play center field and it's like no you're playing right field he's like yeah whatever he like doesn't even care clearly but he's still getting paychecks um so Andrew Tolls, um, he had a he hit almost 300. He played like 90 games over two seasons. So he played the end of one season and the beginning of the next. But um, he he's had a turbulent career. He like changed colleges a couple times because he just didn't want to like pay attention to the rules, which is, which I thought of him because you're talking about people not wanting to pay attention to the rules. Like, can you imagine a guy with like actual mental illness like trying to follow these COVID <laughs> baseball rules, just like. He's like, I'm trying to battle demons inside my soul. Forget about fucking face masks or spitting on my hand. Yeah, also, high-fiving is the only thing that helps me. I will fucking high-five if they get off. Especially with baseball players where it comes to, like, you're actually going to throw people off their game where it's, like, just the small things you do, like, at your position. Like, for pitchers, licking your fingers. But, like, if you try to limit, like, somebody's, like, uh, ritual or whatever. Or well, just, yeah, like, the, a, a tick or a tendency they have, it's going to throw them off. They're some of the most superstitious people ever, like... The guy can't just wear like dirty socks the whole postseason because he thinks, you know, it's why they win. Yeah, everything like uh, that's a COVID risk. Get so, but just imagine like them. like an actual crazy person is like you can't lick your fingers and like he actually loses his mind. But then you might get like a Metal World Peace moment where he goes and fights fans and stuff. That'd be cool. That'll bring the viewership back. Yeah, that'd be against the rules, but yeah, <laughs> people would watch. So he got drafted by I think the Rays. And then he played for the Marlins, and then uh, the Dodgers picked him up. Um, he played in AAA, and then he got called up. He did pretty well for the team. He had, like, a great average. Um, he had some memorable moments. One I personally remembered. Um, so last week, uh, police found him sleeping behind the FedEx building at Key West International Airport. Uh, All right. So, he's so likes, he's, he likes Florida, man. He played for two Florida teams. Yeah, I think he's a Florida boy. All right. So he, uh, 
Yeah, he. Uh, they found him sleeping behind a FedEx. Not even at the airport, but they're like, hey, this is like kind of restricted area. You can't just be back here. And he just told him to fuck off. He just looks like garbage. And uh, I just figured while we're talking about daughter's news, I might as well bring him up because that was a sad story. So uh, thoughts and prayers, Andrew Tolls. All right, I hope, I hope you make it, buddy. Thanks for the grand slam. And let me tell Thanks. you about my life. Yeah, thanks for that September Grand Slam where the daughters <laughs> were in, like, second. It's, like, the most useless Grand Slam. But, I mean, it's, isn't it wild the, the, the path life takes you on? This guy had, had a, a Grand Slam in the show. He had, like, ten home runs. Like, this guy was killing it. He actually made it, and now he's sleeping behind a FedEx. And not even in, like, cool Florida. He's, like, sleeping at, like, beach bum Florida. Well, is he homeless? Or did yeah, he yeah, just he, have a, he had a no, rough he's, night? No, he's homeless and fully crazy. Like he's uh, he's since snapped, so thoughts and prayers, bud. All right, man. This this episode's getting I think he, sad. I think he's still under the Dodgers, <clears throat> which is funny. But uh, not on any rosters or anything. But I think he's still under contract. Oh, so he might still be getting some money. Yeah, you know, it ain't helping. He doesn't have access to it. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> he doesn't know how to get it. He is certified. All right. Uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, All right, well, I got a gloves off again. Gloves off. This seems impossible, but these three people died in, a, in an above-ground pool in New Jersey. Oh, my, I, yep. I mean, it don't was, get me started on this one. They were ages 8, 32, <laughs> and 62. Yeah. So why... You know, a big variety of ages. It's an above-ground pool. They thought they were all electrocuted. They, they were thinking, like, no way three people could die in an above-ground pool. It must have been a power line. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. The, story, they, the story now is that the little girl jumped, fell in, eight-year-old fell in, and then the grandpa and mom jumped in to get him, tried to save her life, but they all drowned in the process. Most this is where it throws me for a loop. Most of the pool is three and a half feet deep, but there was a small area that's seven feet deep. Yeah, also not deep for a pool. No, but I've been in a good amount of above ground pools. I don't think I've been in one that's seven feet deep. They're usually like four also, foot max. How do you grade an above ground pool? I don't know how you would make that make it that deep. You would have to dig a big hole in your yard yeah right and you'd have to like bury it at a slant or something god that doesn't make any sense how an above ground pool it's just like tilted so the water's just sliding out one end yeah or maybe there's kind of like a sinkhole underneath like because the they do make them like handle a, all that weight so it like jacuzzis where they it's like it's like mold casted the bottom and then they like they drop it into a hole and then you just kind of above ground so it's only like it's actually like eight feet deep but only three of it is above ground just so it gives you kind of a border but also, they just put the pool in their backyard, and none of them know how to swim. Like, were they no, doing? No, they it? didn't. They didn't put it in their backyard. They just bought the house a month ago, and it was already there. Okay, so once again, I mean, the logic is still there, though. Like, why would you? You're not put. Don't, you don't have like a put a fence around it or something. Yeah. Well, that's what. Yeah. Teach pool safety. If if you're if no one in your house knows how to swim, drain the drain it. Yeah, something, or at least you take swimming lessons, or like, that's, I think that's first point of business. 
Um, yeah, that's why it's the gloves off. Because like, even if the girl fell in, she shouldn't have been allowed to fall in. Well, and I don't want to get conspiratorial here. Oh, you know, yes. I, I don't oh, like yeah. to do that. You but, hate um, to do that. So th- there was initial claims that it was um, this guy, the grandfather, is a uh, was linked to Bill Gates. And, and then there was quick people, people quickly to um, disregard that or, you know, debunk it, as it were. But I and, saw none uh, of that. Yeah, the, it, it was linked to Bill Gates and then immediately like redacted and they, they changed the stories. But then I found a couple people on Twitter who basically did the research and he was, in fact, associated with Bill Gates and not only Bill Gates, but also the Clinton Foundation. And since 1981, he, he was either CEO or president of pharmaceutical companies. Well, you're getting this from Twitter users. I saw no- nothing like this. no. The guy's it's a guy on Twitter. I'll send you the link. He's, he's showing videos of like as he's doing it. He's like, all right, I clicked on this. Here's his LinkedIn page. It says he worked here, and he was the he's. He, it's not that he just worked here. He was the president of this company. Most of their funding comes from this foundation. It's like what's he doing in that house? Then he should be in a better house with an in-ground pool, dude. He needs well, an in-ground yeah, pool. Oh, I th- wasn't. I think it was his daughter's house or something. But also, I don't know. Are Indians one of the cultures that like to live multi-generationally? Yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah. I don't want to generalize, but. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, if they fill out the census, they'll they'll be asking <laughs> what grandparent is sleeping on their couch or guest room. Yeah. So um, I'll post the link. I'll send you the link. You can check it out for yourself <clears throat> as a skeptic. But um, yeah, I gotta I gotta see the link. It, but it's it, just, it makes it a lot pool... less suspicious. It's so funny when like three people drown. You're like, that's super suspicious, and you're like, oh, he's linked to Bill Gates and the Clinton Foundation. You're like, huh, somehow that's less suspicious. <laughs> yeah, and how I just how does a pool an above ground pool go to seven feet? I mean, I've been in a lot of in ground pools that don't even go past like four feet or five feet. Yeah, a seven foot drop that makes no sense. Yeah, it doesn't. Well, especially nowadays, people are more about like lap pools or um you know just general like a uh, cooling off situation like four to five feet with a three foot shallow end you know it's more of like a chilling spot no like because even when i was a kid it's like why is the deep end so fucking deep who's like enjoying this like even adults can't reach it like what's the point you know diving just jump down and grab rings or whatever yeah but they don't even install fucking diving boards anymore yeah they killed it with that well that's why i think a lot of pools were deep like all right if we're gonna have a diving board it's got to be in the deep end. But even I remember being like in seventh grade, I must have been like four foot seven. And even in six foot, eight foot pools, you sink to the bottom and then you can kick yourself out. Like hands above my head. I'm five nine. If I put my hands above my head, my hands at eight and a half feet. It's fucking wild. It's like knock it off. No, I'm down with the 10 foot section. I dig it because you can throw stuff to the bottom and you race who can get it first. See if kids can hold their breath or whatever is fun. Yeah, I get it. Sinky toys. Yeah, now, yeah. Those goggles that want to, you, you have them on for four hours, and when you go to take them off, they almost pull your eyeballs out of your fucking skull. Yeah, or just go no goggles and just have your eyes burn for a day and a half. <laughs> hey, is this eight-year-old stoned? No, we, we just spent a weekend at my uncle's house. <laughs> All right, so I got, we got to look into this guy, see what his, what his connections are. I think yeah, you should have I a better... I think I sent it to the production staff, so it's probably in my history. What do you What do you got next? Oh, let's go back to sports. Um, 
Amazon owns the uh, hockey team in uh, Seattle. So they're renaming it the Climate Pledge Arena. The Amazon Climate Pledge Arena. (laughs) Fucking kill yourself. Are you kidding? Like, fucking, you're Amazon. You're literally like, you're like cow farts. You're up there. You're like, you're a noticeable percentage of the greenhouse gases. Like, which, don't get me wrong, is great. I love, you know, ordering something on Amazon and it's here in two days. Um, I'll even click that button where it's like, do you want to get it two days later in less packages to be more efficient? I'm like, go f- yourself. Um, but yeah, I don't think it's 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 a gloves off, uh, specifically just because. Yeah, it's just like a pa- it's just pa- should be called pandering arena. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, the 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 we care arena. Hey, look at hey look at us. We're doing good stadium um just just be about it don't talk about it basically they're they're so even jeff bezos put out a statement where it's like he's so far removed like amazon is doing so much i doubt he's he's hands-on about the the fucking hockey arena um but in his statement he said we aim to be the greenest ice in the game and now this is where the the gloves off doubles up because I'm tired of people trying to pussify hockey. They they fucked it up like you know in the last twenty years where they start trying to you know hey less fights let's make this a more family environment you know and I'm all for fucking Bailey the lion spilling popcorn all over everybody. Every, that's something everybody can enjoy. But yeah, yeah, or gritty from Philly out. who threatens to murder people and does the most <laughs> insane. I've never seen crazier shit from a. From a mascot uh, in my life, but they're they're doing this huge pledge and like they put in their statement they're um, they're committing to hundred uh, percent local food and to reduce all plastics by twenty twenty four, which is such a vague th- just reduce plastics. It's like what is that the what the fuck does that? Yeah, mean? There's no percentage. There's no number. You're, <laughs> se- you're sending out packages in big ass boxes that are fucking filled with like bubble wrap and shit. They're not. They're not very green. Which is hilarious because it's they're. Which first of all, this is how, like, do this, but stop being showboaty about it. Like, if you just do these things and it's well known, then other that's how you cha- you change the trend, you know. And now other stadiums have to fall in line, or you know what I mean. But they're 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 naming it the Climate Pledge Arena, like, and then some like some you know the fucking the manager of the Coyotes. Or some front office guy for like the Long Island Rangers, just like fuck. I should have thought of that pandering bullshit. <laughs> but uh, it's in the article that I found this on. It says it draws support from for-profit charities, governments, and massive corporations. I'm like, are you? What are you even talking about? Nobody's like, that's not an incentive from anybody. Yeah, like, I need I need to read this pledge. The, yeah, the, he, the fine hey, you know, print of this pledge. You know the man. You know, um, you know the the guys who are generally sought about by the like society as, um, you know, they're looked upon as being positive forces. You know, governments, corporations, and for profit charities, <laughs> <laughs> fucking scumbags. Like, of course they're. It's that, that that Bill Burr joke, where he's talking about like the the rewards card for grocery stores. She's like, no, you just save like ten cents per whatever. You just you just sign up here, and he's like, I know you don't want to make less money. What's the fucking catch? So it's all of this just makes me like highly uh, suspect. 
Um, but like, what's funny is everybody was given uh, old Daddy Donald, um, our President Trump, uh, shit for like pulling out of the Paris Accords, which were like, obviously you're able to like uh, gainer gain like a uh, garner. Did we lose Mitch? Oh, shoot. Mitch Rose. Sorry, people. Super producer Jeremy Beam here. Yeah, I don't know where he's going with the Trump part, but we'll find out soon. Oh, He'll shit. Sorry, back. I cut oh, out. Here he goes. We're here back. he is. No, so back in the game. Everybody gave him shit, but they, they, uh, they, the Paris Accords were like, we'll, to like reduce our emissions by 1% by 2050. And you're like, who, like, who gives a shit? You know, what's the point? Like, don't even fucking talk to me unless you're talking about 10%, you know? Yeah, don't so wake now, me up unless it's a better deal than that. All these pandering bullshit companies have to virtue signal, and now they're they're just doing it on their own, which is the way it should have been in the first place. It's like, don't make the government make you do it. Like, people should, if it's what's right, people should just do it, you know? So it's or like, if it becomes trendy, now, you know, now exactly. it's trendy to have free and clear laundry detergent. It sells. Mm-hmm. Before, they would just sell weird, smelly shit that gave kids rashes. Yeah, my dish Now there's a market for it's it. It's clear. It's like it's clear and unscented. And it's like, ooh, good, better for the environment. But it's it's like a dollar more. I was like, oh, yeah, cool. I, I can get down with it. But it's like f- fucking, I don't know. Trump is evil because he pulled out of these, uh, these agreements when it's like, Amazon should just do that. They're fucking Amazon. But that's the funny. They've they've put themselves in this hole where now they have to. They're like, oh no, we're going green. It's like, well, we're gonna fact check that. We'll see. Well, yeah, and it's like if you cut down a tree, yeah, you should plant a tree, keep it equal. Amazon for years and years <laughs> has just been shipping plastics around the fucking world. <laughs> but every they're, they're, day. Well, and that's another thing where everybody's talking about like, um, like trade deals and stuff. Where it's like, no, America's falling apart because. The last forty years of business was just selling jobs to the east. It's like, don't act like this is anybody's fault except for fucking your traveling bit salesman husband. Fucking John Candy from Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is just selling those cheap ass fucking curtain rings and the making a rings. nice living doing it. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, but that generation just sold us down the river in terms of like you know our manufacturing base for future generations. Yeah, people had insane jobs uh, that are not there anymore, or towns that were thriving and. You look at like all these small towns in the Midwest. It's like, oh yeah, one Walmart and one Family Dollar came in, and it destroyed us. <laughs> <laughs> now we have Applebee's and like maybe one shitty diner. <laughs> a fucking a Kmart decimated our economy. Our entire <laughs> city was based on this, and then one thing fucking showed up, and we didn't adapt. We couldn't evolve. We're done. Yeah, uh, it's, I just thought that was funny, and it was. So upsetting just reading that article where I'm like, still nobody sees through this shit. You know what I mean? Where it's like, I agree with it. Like, it's overall a net positive. Like, if you're going to do these things, but it's like, you're just, what are you going to put a big giant green leaf in the middle of the stadium and sell like fucking beer and paper cups that dissolve? Yeah, they'll probably sell beer cups made out of corn. I'll tell you what, (laughs) I I don't think they're going to be competing. You know, they're not going to have a miracle Vegas Golden Knights story, I don't think. Oh yeah, I've yeah. Well, that's the thing is they probably they counted their cards and like, all right, you know, on the the player side of things, like, can we put together a winning team? And then they're like, no. They're like, okay, so how do we pivot? Let's go green. 
Let's go green. We took away their basketball team, the Supersonics. We're giving them the Amazon hockey team. Well, yeah, because like Las Vegas or like the Kings or, uh, uh, you know, the Devils, you know, any of these like storied franchises, the Bruins, they don't give a shit. Like, they're like, we're yeah, they winning. Win we don't need paper cups. <laughs> what are you yeah, talking we about? We play in this old ass arena downtown. We like it. Uh, It's the only building that's not dilapidated in this part of town. And we won within the last 10 years, so go fuck your paper cups. (laughs) Um, That's about it. Uh, What do you got? I got another gloves off. Gloves off. Whoa. This is just like it, I don't know, it's like internet trend or news story that's happens as often as like sexual harassment but just new celebrities with blackface videos or pictures yeah there are just so many at this point it's a constant and just it's just flooding the news cycle but tina fey just got in trouble kimmel and fallon (laughs) ted danson but the justin trudeau one have you seen that one which one yeah, the one where he's been he caught like seven times. Now. I know they're like nineteen. <laughs> this Dude, they is... caught it the first time, and he was he was like, "Oh, I don't I don't even remember that or this and that." And then like the third time, he was like, he was he was an Indian guy or like an Arab, but he for some reason had shoe polish on his face. You're like yeah, that doesn't make sense. That's There's a picture the one of... I'm talking about. He's holding. He's, yeah, good. He's dressed like he's dressed like Aladdin for Arabian Nights, and he is so fucking dark. <laughs> He is like Bernie Mac dark. There's no reason. His like beady eyes are glowing out of his head and it's shining. The picture they use, he's got his arm around a guy on either side of him who are wearing the same outfit as him, but they're authentic. Like they're actually of that, you know. Yeah, they're actually from wherever. Yeah. But he's standing in between them and he's just got shoe polish on his face like a fucking maniac. Yeah, he's gone like vaudeville freaking minstrel blackface. For Dude, no the best, reason. By, by like the seventh time they caught him, he was like, didn't even have excuses anymore. He's like, I don't, I don't know. I like to dress up. That was his quote. I like to dress up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, some seem harmless, but his there were so many. Like Julianne Huff, Sasha Baron Cohen's wife, she dressed up like a character from Orange is the New Black. You know, Wait, is that it? Like, no, is that no, what? No, she's married to somebody else. Sasha Baron Cohen, she's married to the uh, Borat? He's married to the chick from uh, Wedding Crashers. That's the girl I'm talking about. That's just that's oh, okay. the name I read. Yeah, that's the girl oh, okay. I'm talking about. But she went more like innocent blackface. Yeah. Most people were doing it for comedy purposes. But I guess I must have missed a lot of blackface because I don't remember blackface the, in 30 The best is, uh, the most memorable one for me is Gene Wilder and Silver Streak. Because yeah, they're like, trying to sl- slip past the feds, so they literally just put like shoe polish on his face and a Rasta hat, and then have him like put a boombox on his shoulder, and he's just Richard Pryor in the bathroom teaching him how to walk black, encouraging him. Yeah, <laughs> but um, Joy Behar is, is a hilarious one too because um, she got accused of doing blackface, and she's like, "No, it's just self tanner." It's like, yeah, just because the person you were trying to emulate is a light-skinned black person like you're still trying to you're still doing it like just because it's not as dark as you think is mean which i don't agree either like if you're trying to do a specific person like i don't have a problem with and obviously it's not my place to say which one's (laughs) out of line 
but like the uh, Jimmy Fallon doing like Chris T- or uh, Chris Rock or um, Jimmy Kimmel, even though he's just turned like unbearable in the last five years, he's uh, yeah, he has, but he was doing Carl Malone. Yeah, but it's like you're doing a specific person. You know what I mean? It's not like you're like, mammy. Ma-. Yeah, you're trying to sell it to the TV, you know, so the people will know who you are. Yeah, but like, wh- I mean, literally, like, what John Belushi as like the samurai sandwich guy can't fuck, like, is that, is that the same thing? Is that yellow face? Or I don't, am I allowed to say that? Yeah, uh, I don't know. But yeah, saw- it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, yeah, that bad at the time, obviously, because people weren't outraged at the time. Yeah, but now you're they're like removing Gone with the Wind. They're talking about getting rid of Blazing Saddles, which the whole point of Blazing Saddles is making fun of like white race paranoia. That's the entire. Yeah, they're they're the all movie. the stupid characters. Like yeah. all the white cops are the dumbest guys in the movie. But they say the N word six times in the whole movie, so it's it's evil. It's like no, it like this movie. You couldn't have a movie more clearly on your side of the argument. Um, what was another funny one? Uh, <laughs> Ted Danson. He's noted as the last great blackface. It was like the last of the Mohicans. Yeah, because he did like a a mammy, you know. Yeah, he exactly. Did a, he did like a prohibition era blackface. <laughs> oh shit, boy, did he? <laughs> he did a bad one. But he was yeah. he got away with it because he was dating Whoopi Goldberg at the time, which I always thought she was a lesbian. Who knows? Uh, that's a weird mix. Um, yeah, that's so funny. Um, shit. What do you got? Uh, you're done. All right. Um, yeah, that's it for the blackface. Just, uh, just I wonder up. who's next and who's going through all these videos to find. Well, it's it. like so. What am I? I'm. I don't know, but I'm I'm white because you are as what you appear. That's point blank. It's just like what you're allowed to get away with is however you appear is what you're allowed to do. So, like, am I not allowed to do John Wick because he's from Belarus, but we're both white, so it's fine? Like, where's the line? Yeah, because, yeah, I think the makeup is the line for sure. And and there's a difference between Jimmy Kimmel doing it for a comedy and Trudeau just doing it at every costume party he, he can't possibly get to. Even He's non-costume like, oh, parties. I gotta dress up. All right, where's the where's the fucking shoe polish? Where's the shoe polish? He yeah, cl- he, he clearly was eager. To go to in blackface. Yeah, it's just a Christmas party, and he's like Black Santa. We're like, this doesn't even make any sense. We already have a Santa. Um. All right, I'm gonna do. This is a. Uh, all I've got left is a news update. So let's get into the news. This Justin, breaking news with Mitchell Phillips. So this just in from Lopburi, Thailand. We've talked about this place before. Is that city that was overrun by monkeys? Oh yeah, missed that. There, so the, basically, the, their entire the monkeys' entire diet. They were able to like, um, it's like six times the population it was ten years ago when they opened up tourism. Um, so it became a tourist spot because of like the nearby temples. You know, they kind of just leaned into it and like, let's get those tourist dollars. But the, all the tourists would feed the monkeys, and like people are selling bananas and stuff out by the temples and whatever. Yeah, the, now they're sacred monkeys. You know, they're gods to us. But um, the temple. 
but the tourists have died down because of COVID. Nobody's traveling, especially there. So, like, even even if far people are traveling, they're not like, oh, let's go to Thailand, um, unless they want to. You know, they're into some, you know, uh, some questionable looking young males, which a lot of people are, or just uh, actual females, but that are like twelve. <laughs> yeah, I've been trying to write a joke about that. Like, everybody's against like a specific comic because he. Uh, he went after like underage girls, but it's like, no, but if you book a flight, you know, if you, if you fly 16 hours in one direction, it's perfectly fine. Like everybody knows what you're doing, but it's like socially acceptable to go to Thailand and do it. Like, oh, if you want to rape a boy that looks like a girl who's 15, like just go do it over there. Like no one's going to Thailand for the pools, you know, or the, the great scenery. Um, I think some people are, but there is that there. That's definitely an option. Couples oh, yeah. go there, beaches, you know, there are other reasons than to fuck boys um, <laughs> or yeah, underage kids. But um, yeah, okay. that's just, they're well, let's be honest. so the people doing it aren't talking about it. You know, when their family hears that they got back from Thailand, they're going to be like, tell them, I would tell say, them yeah, other yeah. things. Of course, there's other reasons to go to Thailand. I don't know what the fuck they are, but if you're a guy or two men, you know, it's like that makes the it older more you get it for is, sure. Yeah, yeah the older, older you, you get, get, the more definitely. suspicious. Um, so anyway, yeah, if the, you're a 20 year old backpack and you know, just traveling around, but no one's going for the temples, they're going if for you're the 63, yeah, uh, divorce for the lady boys, and then the, the, the temples are like a when in Rome. So, um, no one's feeding these fucking monkeys bananas. So, that we broke this, um, months ago on the podcast when Corona started, the monkeys all rolled into town and got into these massive brawls. And people are just filming it and like, how hilarious is it? And like, some people weren't even phased. They're still just riding their scooters through the intersection while there's like a hundred monkey <laughs> fight going on. Um, but now it's three months later and the monkeys have just taken over the town and they're double the numbers. So people are just fucking barricaded in their homes. They said the whole city just smells like shit because the monkeys just break into homes and fucking, uh, they're just pooping oh. where they want. So the whole. Um, they're ripping it. You know, you can't take out your trash. You want to throw your trash outside, but the monkeys just tear it open. So there's just shit and trash everywhere. Um, the quote from the article was feces fills the street and the scent fills the air. Which I was like, ugh, this was a bit visceral. Yeah, no tourists are going there now. Jeez. Fuck. Oh, yeah. You're going to have to clean up your act, Lothbury. They're um, going to have to start killing these monkeys, is what they're going to have to do. This is, let me get to it. So, uh, Apparently, the monkeys are using in a, uh, a recently abandoned movie theater as their headquarters. The, the monkey gangs have just become one gang. <laughs> the monkey gangs have uh, signed an alliance, and they're just one gang now, and they've taken over an abandoned movie theater as a headquarters. Ooh, they got um, a home base. I like that. Okay. Yeah, that's, that is kind of tight. I was like, oh, shit, they're kind of organized. Um, but the locals now, just to like, because um, they'll leave you alone if you do feed them. So now the locals are feeding them, quote, fizzy drinks, cereals, sugar cereals, and sweets. <laughs> but the experts are saying that gives them more energy, and that, that's probably the reason for the more breeding and, like, the, the rising. Yeah, because diabetes, that's kind of a long-term plan. You know, <laughs> yeah. you're not going to give them diabetes and kill them overnight. Yeah. For the time being, they're going to be amped up. Yeah, you're just, you're just fucking jacking them up on sugars. Um. So that that gives them more energy, so they're more violent because they just you know, if a monkey was trying to attack you in the first place, give it a fucking Mountain Dew and see what happens. 
but now um, people are doing it like just so they can like walk home. They're like carrying treats, but also it's like homeless people. The monkey doesn't see you. You know, you give a dollar to one homeless guy, and then like a mile later, like now nah, I just gave that guy one. Sorry, you just didn't time it out. Um, so people are like carrying like tons of snacks just to like uh, you know, keep the monkeys at bay. Um, this is that's a, such such a horrible place to live. Yeah, God, that would be brutal. Um, but this is the thing. So the the city start is started implementing a plan a couple of weeks ago to start um, sterilizing the monkeys. So they grab the males and just sterilize them because I guess the males are easier to sterilize. It's more of a shot, whereas like the females, you have to do like a surgery. Um, so they just they're sterilizing the monkeys like one at a time, and they're doing they're trying to do like. They said 600 monkeys a week, which I was like, how many fucking monkeys are there? That this is a long-term plan, and they're doing 600 a week. Thousands. God. Dude, it's so ridiculous. What a shitty place to live. Um, so they, they, they're basically, um, one of the plans is while they're sterilizing them, they also want to like make a part of town attractive to them so they can kind of make part of a town um, a sanctuary so the monkeys and humans can live together for now. But it's it's basically this. People are reacting the same way that everybody was reacting when they wanted to build that pedophile community in Florida, where it's like, yeah, it sounds like a great idea, but just don't build it next to me. <laughs> like, yeah, or any like sober living facility or anything. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that I want to get people off drugs and alcohol, but not my fucking neighborhood. Yeah, or um, there's um, what is it? Um, Echoes is right next to like a halfway house. So like every other time I go there down on Peacock, there's just. Like, a bunch of people who are just fresh out of jail there. Um, let me see. So are you there? Yeah, you're, yeah. Sorry, you cut out. So I'm just making sure you're still on the audio. They're um, trying to build a monkey halfway house. That's Yeah, basically. <laughs> but um, they're, then they're talking to, like, shop owners who are like, no, I kind of like the monkeys here. Like, I'll be sad if they go away. So those are the people now fighting the sterilization and relocation of the monkeys. So some locals are like, no, I kind of like them here. And it's like, everybody like logical that like doesn't want to, doesn't care. They're like, oh, the city will just figure it out. And then like, they just, so they just keep their head down for a couple weeks. And then they find out that there's people arguing against it. Like people, the streets are filled with shit and trash. Let them move the monkeys. And some shop owners like, I don't know. Like I just give them a Mountain Dew and they, they leave me alone. (laughs) They freak out for a little bit, but it's cool. But that's how, it always is like you don't go feed squirrels in a park they can forage their own food but there's always people fucking feeding squirrels don't yeah don't feed the dolphins all right we'll we'll feed them hot dog buns and stuff (laughs) they 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 eat it yeah no shit they'll eat it but yeah fucking people feed the wild pigeons on sunset boulevard and it's like so disgusting like people are people are fucking nuts with animals i like it yeah, imagine, but it's just because they're birds, you know what I mean? Or, like, they're cute animals, where, like, people will feed squirrels, but they're not going to feed, like, a, a groundhog with its, like, crazy-looking face. You know? <laughs> yeah. that one's going to bite me. Yeah, you'll feed a bird, but if, like, a rat crawls out of the sewer, you're not like, oh, here's a quarter of a slice of bread, little rat buddy. Yeah, it's just based on cuteness. It makes no sense. Animals are all as horrible as us, if not worse. Yeah, so the whole city is like getting divided right now because there's a handful of people that are like, no, nah, I kind of like the monkeys around. It kind of it adds charm, and then everybody else who's kind of obviously like the entire city has benefited from the massive uptick in tourist dollars over the last like 15 years is is like, guys, we need to take care of this. So the city starts sterilizing them, 
And then some guys that show, sells like little fucking souvenir umbrellas or like little um, little temples in a snow globe is like, nah, let them hang out. <laughs> but then know, again, well, th- th- those shop owners also probably live in an area that's free of monkeys. So they just have to work in that area. You know what I mean? Like when we had all those homeless people across the street from Marty's and like families would come and like give food to them. And I'm like, guys, stop encouraging them. They chased yeah. me with a knife yesterday. They're Don't not bring them a, your a tray of tri-tip. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, well, everybody who comes by and feeds these homeless people, it's like, yeah, it's a good thing on paper. And I agree with what you're doing. But what if they were in front of your house? Would you, would you want me to just come by and bring them air mattresses? You yeah, or just stuff? people's goofy instincts. Like, I did a ride-along, and we dealt with a lot of homeless people on the ride-along, and they all had, like, a million sweaters. And the cop was like, yeah, people <laughs> always stop just... You know, instead of going to Goodwill, they'll just give the homeless people their bag of shirts and stuff. The, the, they're fucking crazy, so they'll end up with 35 sweaters. <laughs> and his fucking gym. And this You're guy's wearing seven layers. Like he's trying to save on baggage costs at the airport. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. And then that's how, but that's how you see it. Like, I remember learning from Finn that, uh, you know, resident homeless friend, he, uh, I was like, why is there just like, there'll just be like a vestibule or like a nightstand on like Santa Monica? And he's like, well, like a meth head will put it on his cart. And after like a mile, he'll get tired of pushing it. So he take it off his cart. And I'm like, oh, that actually makes tons of sense. <laughs> <laughs> Going to the basic human elements right there. Yeah. All right. Um, the last thing I got, it's not really a, it's overall hats off, but it's just uh, hats off to Sasha Baron hats Cohen. Off to you, sir. I saw him. He, he did some shit at a, at a white rally. It wasn't very funny. But uh, he used to be hilarious, man. <laughs> so, yeah, I showed my girlfriend. It's like never he seen can't Borat. be funny anymore. My, I showed my girlfriend. She never seen Borat, so I showed her the um, uh, the scene where they're in a hotel and cockroaches come in. So, so they keep calling them Jews, and they're just throwing dollar bills at the cockroaches to get the Jews to go away. I was like, <laughs> how do you not? Love, this is so funny. Well, it's just yeah, it's like not possible to do that because watching Sasha Baron Cohen now, it's just kind of sad and it's not really funny. He can't really shock people anymore. It's His like last Jack- show was good, but it was all like way like political. We were like, these guys are the bad guys. We were like, some of it is obviously like I, I can't take their fucking side. But like doing that, like dressing up in a disguise to do like gotcha journalism. It's like, is this really what his like? Go back to Bruno. Like I like that. Yeah, just get a really funny character and have him do outrageous shit. <laughs> and it's like Jackass Four. Like they're you know like I feel like this like Borat. Ollie G, that stuff is past. Jackass is past. Uh, but that was a good time for just shocking people. That was and an being amazing able to, era. Being able to make mo- put it in like regular movie theaters and make a <laughs> bunch of money. How crazy is that? Jackass that seems insane in now. Like, yeah, and did unbelievably well. Well enough <laughs> where they want a fourth. <laughs> like uh. people, are, they're all old now and fucking. Their main character's pissing into a catheter. Some of the people are dead, and they're still like, "Yeah, we'll do, we'll do four. Are they gonna do it in four D? Maybe. Who knows? But yeah, smellovision. But one and two, I mean, those were unreal, and so was Borat and the Ali G show. And yeah, that air is gone. Oh yeah, I mean, obviously, like even like Sasha Baron Cohen won't even touch that stuff anymore. Where he's like, he even he has to be on like the right side of politics. 
or not the right side, but the correct side, whatever that is, or the fuck that means. Um, yeah, wait till people unearth. Uh, wait, wait till people unearth the Ollie G show and Borat. Just the whole movie, they'll be like, "What?" And um, your wife has gone blackface. You guys are out of here. Dude. <laughs> yeah. He also look it up. He um, like uncovered a pedophile ring in Las Vegas, and they just covered it up. HBO refused to air it. <laughs> like I guess he was like checking into a hotel, and he was like in his character, like pretending to like be into children. And the concierge is like, "Yeah, yeah, we can do that for you. Don't worry. I work for like politicians and athletes and stuff. Uh, if you need a child, just tell us like what your preferences are, and we'll get that for you." And the guy's on camera, like mic'd up, saying this. And then HBO just refused to publish it. That sounds wild. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I mean, that's an hour of TV I'd love to watch. Sasha Baron Cohen infiltrating a human trafficking ring. Making it funny. <laughs> yeah. Being silly about it. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, all that's right, all we're I got hour. for the week. Yeah, let's, let's, let's rock and roll, dude. Wrap it up. So um, we got the video for the last episode. We're going to get that figured out. Uh, we had an audio issue, but uh, we got our whole production team working on it. Jeremy Beam, super producer, is cracking the whip over there, and they're going to get it done. But we'll get that up sooner or later. No rush. We want to get it right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> give, you, give yourself your own sound effect. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? He deserves a sound effect. Yeah, I just I one, maybe with two. It. We'll see. You gotta love that yeah. young pussy. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, that'll be out. We're starting video soon. We might be screen recording this. I don't know. We'll talk later. But uh, make sure you follow us at Hogopod, at Mitchell Phillip, at Robot Spencer, at Beam Jeremy, and um, hit us up. DMs. Uh, if you're a 16 year old who wants to uh, visit us when we tour your town, uh, exchange nudes, maybe. I hear that's what all the popular guys are doing. Um, if not, just comments, corrections, suggestions, or good old fashioned hate mail. We'd love to hear from you. Um, that's it. What are my you doing? Fellas. Is this some kind of setup or something? What I mean, do you mean? I'm just on my way to the beach. <laughs>